Welcome to the Self-Publishing School Podcast. This is the podcast to listen to if you're an aspiring writer or an author who wants to be more successful. On this show, you'll learn how to write and launch a book successfully, all from the top authors and people just like you who are doing it at the highest level. I'm your host, Chandler Volt, the founder of Self-Publishing School, the author of the book called Published, and the CEO of selfpublishing.com. For free training on how to publish a book that sells 10,000 copies, go to selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. Hey, Chandler Roll here, and joining me today is Dean Graziosi. Uh, Dean's a multiple-time uh, New, uh, New York Times bestselling author, entrepreneur, real estate expert, speaker. Uh, you may have heard of his most recent book uh, called Millionaire Success Habits. You may have heard of his podcast by the same title. Uh, you may have, like me, seen his ads pretty much everywhere, <laughs> all over Facebook. Uh, you may have seen infomercials or heard of uh, the Knowledge Business Blueprint uh, that him and Tony Robbins uh, launched. In this interview, we're going to be talking about uh, how to use books to build a knowledge-based business uh, and how he's done that. So, Dean, really great to have you here. Good to be here, Chandler. Good, pleasure to be here, man. Heard nothing but great things. So, let's... Uh... Listen, I, I know that if you're listening right now, there's a million things you could be doing. Lots of podcasts, lots of distractions. You're with us. I don't take that lightly. So we're going to rock the house here. All right, let's do it. So I, I'd love for you to you know, start by kind of taking me back a little bit to your first book, which I searched. I couldn't even tell how many books you've written at this point, because it looks like there's ones that go way back. But why and how did you write your first book? Yeah, so I'd love to say that that was my passion and dream my whole life to write a book. Um, Man, I, I had dyslexia. I barely read a book by the time I wrote my first one. Reading was really difficult. I burned through a book about every 10 days now, but I listened to them. I still have trouble reading. Um, and it was just, it was 19, uh, probably 2005, I decided to write a book, my first book. And I had already been in the information business. I was selling courses. And back then it was courses and tapes and DVDs and booklets. Um, and I, just being honest, I realized when I'd sit in customer service or people wouldn't have success, it had nothing to do with what we were teaching them. It always had to do with what was going on in their mind. So, I mean, I said, I want to I write a book that helps them clear their mindset. So, if you give somebody a tool, they actually use it. They don't let negative beliefs and all the different people in their life and all that to stop them, right? So, I decided to write a book called Totally Fulfilled. And uh, I have to tell you, I was, it was, and, and I'm probably, if you're listening right now, I, I want to share this not to brag, I want to share this to let you know, wherever you are, a book will act, there's zero doubts a book can allow you to exponentially grow in multiple different ways. And I'm sharing this because I want you to look through someone who had never read a book cover to cover, barely at all. I wasn't an author. I was terrible at writing. And at the time, there wasn't the resources. 2005 isn't that long ago, but in today's fast-moving world that might as well have been 200 years ago. It was like we were using smoke signals back then, right? <laughs> so I, I decided I want to write a book. And I didn't even know there were certain rules to writing a book. I just wanted to tell a story of personal growth, tell a story of, it was really based totally bills about overcoming limiting beliefs. And I won't get into the details, but breaking limiting beliefs, creating new beliefs, focus on solutions, just all the personal development 101, right? But in my own voice. So I decided to write it. I obsess over it. I get it done. I hire an editor. And uh, when she first, she was excited to work with me. And then she read the book and called me that night. <laughs> this isn't of a book. She's, this is what she said to me. She goes, Dean, there are certain rules to writing a book. 
and you can break a few of those rules. You broke every single one of them. It's not a book. It's a 250 page conversation. You got to start over. It doesn't need to edit. It needs a rewrite. So this is just giving everyone hope out there. Um, I almost deleted it. Uh, I'm no, no kidding, man. Uh, I, I literally remember having my finger over the keypad saying, you're not a writer. You should never have tried this. And thank God I didn't. I ended up hiring another uh, editor and I said, just clean it up. If it's a long conversation, I don't care. And we released it and it hit the New York Times bestseller list in four weeks. And that was the start of me uh, being an author. Like, you know, people say, oh, you're an author. It's like, I kind of use a book as a, to tell stories, to deliver value. But I guess the byproduct is I'm considering an author. So uh, th my newest book is The Underdog Advantage, which is... Mm -hmm. uh, that one is book six. Yes. So, uh, yeah, it's been a great journey, and I'd love to share whatever I can. To, no matter what phase you're at in your life right now, doing a book the right way can, uh, can really make an impact. For sure. How did you hit the New York Times um, bestseller list with your first book? What, what were the uh, biggest, then, like, two or three things that really moved books? Yeah, I mean, I've done a bestseller campaign with one of my mm -hmm. other books, but that book just hit on its own. I emailed my mm -hmm. list, and it got a little, uh, got a little momentum, got a little uh, viral uh, zing to it. It only was on the list one or two weeks. It wasn't on for like 20 weeks, but it doesn't matter. I was yeah. a New York Times best. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So emailing your list, was there anything else that you think that worked well or that, that sparked I mean, it going viral like that? Like yeah. I'm, back then I didn't really know how to do that. It just happened. Um, mm -hmm. now of course I, we can talk about whatever strategies you want and either easy ways to write a book or easy ways to market a book or yeah. anything in between. I'd be curious, like, what have you learned since obviously your most recent book, The Underdog Advantage? Like, what have you done to build early momentum, to sell copies, like to drive book sales there? Um, so, again, we're talking to people who could just be starting somewhere in the middle, already doing it. But here's the thing. Just know your topic and share. Like, listen, before I released The Underdog Advantage, I talked for eight months on how I was an underdog and I highlighted from George Washington to Michael Jordan to everybody else, uh, anywhere people would listen to me, anywhere you could talk on social media to friends, family, everything. I talked about being an underdog. And before I launched Millionaire Success mm -hmm. Habits three years ago, I talked about how success habits changed my life. It wasn't magical money machines. It wasn't the tactical thing. I adapted, adopted different habits than my parents. And I talked about that for God, three years straight, but I talked about it for six months prior. I sent out some chapters. I sent out uh, feedback. I read thousands of comments of what people thought about habits and how they incorporated into the life and how people thought they were hard to change. And I wanted to create. So I always will take it from my heart because if it's from your heart and it's part of your life, it's so easy to talk about. I know friends that pick an obscure category. They think will fit the market, but it's not really their life. And then they have a hard time talking about it. Habits shifted my life. Being an underdog, I was absolutely, you know, Chandler, you might be able to understand that through your own life. Like being an underdog, I was an underdog most all my life. I never had resources. I was resourceful, right? So it's easy for me to talk about. So one thing is, you know, there's the tactical and then there's the big picture. Big picture, pick something that speaks to your soul that you could talk about it no matter where you go on every social media platform and you never get sick of it. And was that more, so if you're, if, if you're talking about it, was that more fleshing out the message and like figuring out what resonates, what Absolutely. doesn't? Was that building, like building and pre-sales and all that stuff, a little yes. bit of both? So both, and, and here, this is something I want to share with everybody right now. 95% of all books in Barnes and Noble don't sell over a thousand copies. Just face it. That's, that's mm -hmm. the deal. You know why? 
and this is the part I want everybody to hear, is because the whole world believes if I write it, they will come. If I write a good enough book that's so compelling, it'll go viral. It won't. In the history of the world, it won't. Totally fulfilled my first book. I'm blessed that it was a New York Times bestselling book. But I sell more books in a week right now than that book sold from start to finish. It just happened to hit in that week. It probably sold 3,500 or 4,000 copies in a week. And it happened the New York Times bestseller, whoever the, the algorithm was, it fit in that week and it was perfect. That stuff just doesn't happen. Even people that you see are big time authors are still gaming the system to figure out how to become a New York Times bestselling author. So if you remember one thing, if you write it, just like if you build a course or you build a company, if you build it, they will not come without strategic marketing. And when you can look through that frame of knowing while I'm writing this book, how can I extract the pieces that'll be my marketing for this book? And how, how can I share it with every person around me? So when I talk about it, they don't go, oh yeah, that's cool. They go, wait, what channel? What did, what did you say about that? Like, that's what I want out of every friend, out of every post, I want people to go like, oh crap, like snap to attention. So while you're writing, you should be testing the marketing. And I don't, like I said, I don't care how intriguing your story is, how broke you were and how rich you got, how sad you are and how happy you are, how bad your relationship is, how good it is now. Write the best book in the world, you'll fall in that 95% if you're not obsessing on the marketing. That's great and I totally, totally agree. Um, it sounds like the, the big takeaway for folks I'm hearing is make sure the topic really resonates by testing it. And it's something that both you're passionate about and also something that when you say it, it has kind of that knee jerk or that snap to attention, that turn your head kind of topic. And then you're testing the message so that it, the message resonates inside of the topic or the hook or whatever you want to call it. And so that really resonates. And then you have kind of time tested strategies to amplify what's already a hook that's going to resonate. Is that perfect? Is that right? You explained it gracefully. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So if we're talking time-tested strategies, like you said, you're, you're moving more books in a week now than that first book sold in the first however long. What are you guys doing now um, to really move so many books every single week? And, and why make books like such a, uh, such a fundamental part of your business? So it's because it's a great, listen, I know the world has changed and Borders, some of you don't even probably remember Borders is out of business. They used to be the only competition for Barnes and Noble. Um, you know, now it's all Amazon, right? But books still, listen, when someone says they've written a book and they wrote a real book, not, I'm not talking about, and not that I'm discrediting, I'm not talking about a 20 page ebook that you did a webinar and transcribed it. Like that's not the same as writing a book that's got a beginning, a middle and end and delivers value. There's something about a book, at least to me, it's very tangible. When my friends write books, when people I admire write books, I can't wait to get it. I want to, because we're, books kind of bring out in so many cases, the essence of, you know, I, I read Shoe Dog by the founder of Nike. Oh my God, the, the, every, every word of that book, I understand him. And now I won't buy anything but Nike for the rest of my life, yeah. right? Like I just, yeah. the, the entrepreneurial journey was so amazing. When I read Ray, Ray Dalia's book, Principles, uh, Principles like, that book, like I understand the way Ray Dalia thinks and it fired me up and I got to know who he is as a man and how he is as a father. Uh, Alan Christensen, um, how will you measure your life? Like that book, like I could name a hundred of them like that. And I just love that journey. It's different than a course. And I love courses. I built courses and I, I still enroll in courses on a regular basis. I love coaching. I love masterminds. But there's something about a book where it just, 
I don't know how to explain it. It cracks open this certain, uh, like there's tangible and then the, the non-tangible, just this, you get to know who they are and you go on a journey with the author. And if that, and if someone goes on that journey with you and they, it's not just telling your story, but you're giving lessons and they're getting takeaways. I love when I'm reading a book, um, Chandler, I love when I read a book and I'm like taking notes nonstop or highlighting and say action step. Like I love a good read that's entertaining, but I love entertaining and uh, gaining capabilities. Oh my God, to me, that's just amazing. So I think, and I don't mean to digress from your question here, but I think a book allows you to stand apart from just somebody selling a thing or a widget or a course. I really do. I, I think it gives you a, a level of credibility, um, especially if you take the time to write a good book. And for me, so for, let's just go back to millionaire success habits. I, I'm going to give you guys a little uh, high level and then tactical. I sold over a million books on TV through an infomercial. I was one of the first people to do a direct response infomercial where the only thing you're buying is a book. Um, and I transitioned. I kind of ignored social media for a while because infomercials were my life. I mean, when I started in 98, there was no online. There was no Facebook, Instagram. There was no, you know, MySpace. Just nothing existed. It was either direct mail or infomercials. So that's where I started. And then about, it was only about four years ago, I really said, you know, I, I need to, I need to do this social media thing. Um, and that's when you probably started seeing my ads. And that's when I launched Millionaire Success Habits. And here's what I realized is it doesn't matter what form you deliver your message in, whether it was an infomercial, direct mail, over the phone, in person, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. Messaging is everything. And messaging is also the one common denominator that can go across multiple platforms. I took all my experience in the infomercial world where I wanted to be enthusiastic, I wanted to be authentic, I wanted to be real, I wanted to be raw, I wanted to be creative, I wanted to be innovative, I wanted to be the, the ad that you stopped on. And I just put that same energy and I call it marketing stamina, right? People will spend a year, this drives me crazy Chandler, even with friends of mine, they'll spend a year writing a book and then they'll produce two ads for Facebook and it doesn't work and go, nobody wants my book. I'm like, oh my God, you spent a year <laughs> in 18 seconds trying to figure out how to market it. You might have to spend six months figuring out how to market. Millionaire success habits took me about four and a half, five months, Chandler. We were trying everything. I was trying messages, uh, different messaging, different angles, different, and nothing was working. We were selling mm. one, 200 books a week. And then I went to a model I used years ago, the free plus shipping, and I can break that down mm -hmm. as you want. But free plus shipping is really, I pay for the books. I ask people to cover shipping and handling. And I hope that they love what we do so much that they buy more of my products to cover the cost, right? And I'll give you the exact breakdown on that if you'd like. But we went to the free model and we were still only selling 100, 200 books a week. And marketing stamina come in. And let me just tell you what that means. I was shooting two to three different ads a week. Different messaging, driving in my car, climbing a mountain, in my cryo sauna, just sitting this way, being on a <laughs> and all of it was different messaging. Yeah. And finally, I hit a message. We, we were about almost five months in, and I have to tell you, I kept thinking to myself, even though I preach this, I'm like, yeah, I've been the, I, I taught real estate before that, you know, and I'm like, mm -hmm. maybe people look at me as the real estate guy, and they don't want to learn social, you know, uh, personal development from me. And I just kept narrowing my niche. I'm like, listen, I'm not Wayne Dyer. I'm not Eckhart Tolle. I'm not Tony Robbins. I'm Dean Graziosi. I am all about changing your state of mind. 
overcoming those obstacles, forge past, like gain confidence, gain a different state of mind. So I just obsessed on that messaging. And then finally I hit it, Chandler. I remember I did an ad and I said, listen, and I held up my book. I'm like, there is no magical money machine in this book. There's actually no way to make money in this book. And this book won't get you rich overnight. But let me ask you, how's that working for every one of you? How many of you have bought a course and you got rich overnight? Isn't it time that you go upstream? And I remember the first time I said it, I said, isn't it time uh, to go upstream? And you set in a foundation for success. You know yeah. how successful people get there. It's because of their habits. I didn't have them when I was a kid. I changed my habits. I changed my life. I studied the most successful people. I have their habits and I put it in this book. And you could do two things. You go to Amazon and pay $19.95. That's cool. I make money there. Or you can click the link on this page. I paid for the book. You spend eight grand for shipping and handling. You can have it. Chandler, that message, something about that message, after five months of trying, that message, no exaggeration, within two weeks, we were selling 5,000 books a week. And that lasted, for wow. almost, that lasted for almost three years. 5,000 books a week for almost three years. Hey, Chandler Bolt here. I hope you're loving this episode so far. It's time to go from inspiration to implementation. All right, so if you've learned something, we want to help you implement what you've learned with your book. So what I want you to do right now is go to selfpublishing.com forward slash schedule, book a publishing consultation with one of the experts on my team. We'll talk about your goals for your book, your dreams, your challenges, your next steps, and we'll start putting together a plan. All right, so go to selfpublishing.com forward slash schedule, book a call with the team. Let's see how we can help with your book. It's time to implement. And why do you think that messaging resonated so much better than, than all the other messaging you were testing? Well, I think because I think that particular message, I think it's true. I think Facebook and Instagram and social media is amazing to allow so many people to get into business. Simultaneously, it allows everybody with a laptop and 50 bucks to run an ad and say, hey, you can get six figures in six minutes or drive this yeah. Lambo or get this 40,000. Yeah. And I think the world is just like, oh, would someone just be real with me? 100%. I don't have a magic way to get money and I don't think one exists, but I know the habits that can create long-term success. So if you want to be a real player, get the habits. You want an overnight millions. That's not me. And I think the world is just ready for like, I don't want any more. Sure. Real. Real. Hey, I, I want to go down two two little rabbit trails real quick um, and talk free plus shipping funnel and then talk, I think you said a million copies of the book from an infomercial. Like yeah. how, how do both of those things work? I, I'm especially, cause I've, you know, I talk free plus shipping funnels a lot, but I've never had someone come on and say, I sold a million copies of a book from an infomercial. So how does that work? Yeah. So um, this was a long time ago, man. And not that long, probably 2006, 2007, I wrote a book called Be a Real Estate Millionaire. And it was in the mm -hmm. house market completely tanked. It's when, you know, for those of you that are young in 2007, 2008, every other house in your neighborhood was for sale. And mm -hmm. the fourth house was in foreclosure. Banks stopped lending money and I'm in the real estate, I'm teaching real estate. So I shifted my strategy to a down market strategy. And I remember, I'm gonna tell this story because it's just fun. And some of you are gonna remember who these people are and not. Larry King was interviewing Joel Osteen. And I, I like Joel, really awesome dude. And Larry's interviewing him and I'm watching this interview. And at that point, I already had infomercials, but they were like the old school infomercial. Wait, there's more in the voiceover guy and all the graphics and all that. <laughs> you know, cheesy. If I look back, but it was perfect. So I'm watching Larry King interviewing Joel Osteen about his new book. And mm. 
Larry says to Joel, um, so I got to ask you a question. I'm a Jew. I don't believe in Jesus. Am I going to hell? And I was like, oh my God. Like, I was like, so like, oh my God. Like, and I remember Joel being like, I, uh, um, you know, um, uh, you know, I, I'm not God, I'm not gonna judge you, right? And, but I remember thinking at that moment, and I told Larry this, because I've done an infomercial with Larry since. Yeah. I told Larry this, and I said, at that very moment, I thought, wow, the complexity of like, if they see Joel and they wanna get a book, they gotta go to Amazon or drive to Barnes and Noble. I said, what if Larry King just said, and if you want Joel's book, call the number below. And that was my epiphany, that changed my life. Like legit, that changed oh, wow. And infomercials were my life. Now, there's so many of you, my dear friend Russell Brunson, your whole life is internet and funnels. There was no such thing as funnels. There was no such thing like that. None of that existed. My life was infomercials. I had already been in for over a decade, right? So I built a Larry King set. I got the Larry King microphone. You probably don't even, it's a cool microphone that sits on the desk, not one that's like yeah. you're cool and that you got hanging, right? I hired someone to interview me. I threw away the scripts. I threw away the voiceover guy saying, but wait, there's more. And I just told the guy, prove to me, let's do an interview and try to make it look like, I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's go. And no script. I'm not kidding you. We did this sit down interview. I remember I had this red tie on. I, was, I had a suit on back then. I haven't worn one since probably. Um, and we're going back and forth and we're just having a real dialogue. And then about every seven minutes when it's time for a call to action, all I did was this. I said, hey guys, this is my book, Be a Real Estate Millionaire. It says be a real estate millionaire, but it's not about getting rich. It's about a strategy to thrive on the way down. While houses are going into foreclosure, while the market is crashing, there's only one strategy that works in a down market. It's in here. And I said, I don't have a fancy announcer. I don't have a special offer. I don't even have bonuses. Here's the deal. You want to get my book? You can buy it directly from me at a discount for $14.95, hmm. or you can go to the bookstore and get it your choice. Click, you know, call the number below. And then I went back to the interview. I gave it to my team. They're like, no way that's going to work. I gave it to my uh, uh, media buyer and he's like, dude, there's no, it's just too, it's just too flat. It ended up being the biggest show of my life. It changed my world. Uh, that show, yeah. that show did over $150 million in sales. Uh-uh. Yeah, and almost a million bucks uh, books. Wow. And it's funny and, and kind of crazy because it feels like in both cases, it was the same recipe, which is like bringing down all the fancy stuff and just leveling people yeah, and saying, hey. Was. Yeah. And so it's, it's breaking the noise when everyone is the flashy get rich quick or buy now or like the, all that yeah. stuff is just saying, hey, this isn't that. Yeah, I mean, just, and just about when everybody's you. saying the same thing and you have the nerve to tell the truth. Listen, you're all listening. You're all watching right now. Have any of you ever bought something, gotten rich without doing much work in less than three months? Like we all know it's not true. And do you really want a client that would believe that? Because if you tell somebody that and they're not, you're, you're setting yourself up to let them down, right? I think the world is just so hungry for real and authentic. And a lot of people just don't have the nerve. And I, I, I just say to everybody, trust your gut. What you want is what they want. And, and the customers that want the overnight success, they're not really good customers anyway. 100%. So uh, let's maybe talk about um, taking someone from book buyer to customer of one of your businesses. So obviously you said this was the only infomercial that literally the only thing was the book. And then yeah. you've got free plus shipping funnels, which it, you know, at, at first glance, it's just a book, right? How do you take someone from 
either buying a book in uh, back in the day via infomercial or today via yeah, free great, great question. And what's the mechanics look like? Okay, so I'll show you the mechanics. And listen, if you guys understand this world, you could go, I mean, the underdog advantage, it's at deansbook.com. Go watch my whole funnel. Like literally rip it and off. Buy the book so you can see how it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but my whole point is like, you, you can go to Russell's funnel. You can go, you can find a free, my buddy Brendan Bouchard, he's got a great free book funnel. You could see the funnel, meaning the process. You get the, you get the book for shipping. I hope that people like the, the offer I have to have an order bump so they could get the book on audio, which I recorded myself. Or they, you know, watch every video, watch the second video, watch the third, offer them additional product, two additional products after, two upsells, right? That's how we get to afford to hopefully pay for it. So the whole model is that it costs anywhere from 20 to $25 on social media advertising, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram to acquire a free book buyer. That's just the number. It's a number across all my buddies. It's 20 to 25 bucks, right? The average ticket, because I give this book away for eight bucks, right? Just paying the shipping and really the shipping and the book and all, it almost costs eight bucks. It costs eight bucks to get it out the door. I mean, that's just the, the number. By the time you buy the book, you put it in the warehouse, you ship it, do all that stuff, right? So where do you make the money? It's costing you 25 plus eight. It's costing you $32, what people don't get. It's costing 32 bucks to get this book out the door. If you're someone that delivers massive value, and that's the part I wanna share, if you over deliver on each one of these pieces, I'm gonna give you a little recipe to that in a moment. Not only will people buy the instant upsells, when they see how much value you've given them, I drive people to the, the, the webcast, Tony Robbins on our course, the KDB course, the Knowledge Broker Blueprint on how to tap into the information. If I sell them a book and over deliver them, over deliver in a massive way, if they buy an upsell and they thought it was gonna be this much and it's this much, by the time I get to a $2,000 offer, people are like, damn, this guy over-delivered on a free book. He over-delivered on this other thing I bought. How can I not at least watch that and see if I can over-deliver again? So if you give a free book and the book is crappy and you push them with five upsells that aren't really good, that's as far as it's gonna go. So if you wanna know the secret on how I can give a book away is because those clients stay around with me for a long time and that free book buyer is, you know, could be worth $150 in six months to my company because we over-delivered on every level. Let me just give you a little example. Even all the way back in the day when you bought a book from me off an infomercial, as soon as you bought the book, I had an email go out with a, with a half-hour training that was one of my deep-dive trainings. And I sent an email every day with a training before their book even got there in the mail. Right now, I know that sounds that's easy in today's world because we have funnels. This was pre-funnels. So I had to do this all through email and, and we did voice text and all these different pieces that we did that by the time they got the book, I mean, the always thing is like, I don't even need the book and I got my value already. If you can get people to think that by the time you say, hey, you got the book, how would you like to have my monthly live training where I go deep on marketing, mindset, and momentum? Of course, this guy charge me nothing for a book and train me all week for free. I'll take what he's got next. And that's what, um, and that's what just always been my philosophy is kind of move the free line over deliver, let them be skeptical at first, uh, free plus shipping must be a crappy offer. And then they get the book and I print the book. This I self published my last two books, millionaire success habits too, but I do a professional cover. I do a hard cover. I lay it out. I hire an editor just like it'd be on the shelf. I have my, you know, my, all my numbers and everything on the background, back, 
it's it's a real book when you get it in your hands. It, I mean, it's of course it's on Amazon bestseller list when you walk in the Amazon store. But we build them, even though we self-publish, like real books. We over-deliver, and then when we ask people for that next thing, they're excited, and we get more of a people take it, and that's how we afford to do it. That's great. Love that. And as we always talk about this, your self-published book shouldn't look self-published. <laughs> and in today's world, people don't know the difference. And you can, you can afford to do all the things that you're doing because you don't have all the overhead. You don't have to, be, you don't have to pay 15 or 12 bucks a book or whatever on the back end of a free plus shipping funnel, which I think is super smart. Hey, we, we got time for a couple more here, um, kind of in the home stretch. I'd be curious, do you, because I wasn't able to find this, uh, do you, you, do you guys use books as part of the KBB launch or like how do you tie in kind of what you do or what Tony does um, book-wise with the, the KBB? Yeah, we, we didn't on that one. We went straight to a webcast. So okay. we, didn't, okay. we didn't use books on that. But I do now in the Evergreen. Right. So during our launch, we make an offer that's only available once a year. So mm -hmm. we just, that, you know, if you're going to say something, you, you stick to your word. So we create this killer offer. We do it once a year. Um, and we feel blessed. I think the last two years we had the two biggest launches in internet history. It was insane. Um, but now that it's an evergreen with a little bit different offer, KBB is on the back of this. It's on the back of millionaire success habits. Mm -hmm. on the back of my journal. I have the better life journal that that journal runs on a regular basis. And we point all traffic to KBB on the journal. We point, I mean, here's a couple other things too, guys. I did this way. I did this over a decade ago, but if you look at, at the bottom of every other page of my book, it'll say reserve your spot for an online training with Dean and Tony Robbins at kbbsecret.com. Mm. The next page is um, go take the 30 day better life challenge at better life, the better life.com. So I, I created a challenge over five years ago. That's been running every month. It's amazing. And it's a free challenge. So not only do we put a great book in their hands on every other page, we drive them to a place where they can get more info and buy more products from us. That's great. That's great. I love that. Uh, how about the journal? Like this is one of the most recent things that I've seen from you and started seeing ads for, um, for stuff. Why did you decide to do the journal? How does that fit in with the ecosystem and acquire customers? What's kind of the math behind it? All that good stuff. This is, this is it just because I use it every day. Um, I have four different colors. I've been journaling a certain way for a long time. Um, and I just, I don't like planners. I have to be honest. I can't, like you get a planner with all those things to plan out your day and plan out your hour. And it's like, I get overwhelmed with the planning of the planner. So I've, I've just journaled really simple for a long time. And I've taught my entire team the way I journal. I call it outcome journaling. It's really based on getting yourself in flow, getting the right, like it's, it's taught, it's like, it's innovation and creativity and flow state. And how do you take these thoughts and make them real? And I did it, I do it with my journal. I taught my whole team. And for years, my team's like, dude, you gotta teach the way you journal. So I just, my buddy, Brendan Bouchard created a planner and it had really great success. Um, so I decided to do a journal and we, uh, I geeked out for a few months, picked out colors and covers and all that kind of stuff and laid it out and we launched it and it's doing great. It, for me, the journal's not like the 10,000 journals a week. It's a consistent, solid campaign. People love the journal. They reorder them. And that's still, that goes through a funnel and goes to KBB, our higher level ticket. Mm. So it, it's, it's, it seems like similar to the book. It's a, it's a way to start the conversation Absolutely. with people who will ultimately become customers. I mean, the great, you just said it. I mean, if you think about it in marketing terms, there's like, you know, there's terminology people use. Is it your lost leader or whatever? It's really just, you had, I, I like the way you said that channel. It's just, a, it's a conversation start. 
Like you get to know me with the underdog advantage. You get to know me for eight bucks. If you don't like it, that's okay. You got a great book and you move on. But if you're like, damn, I like the way Dean thinks. I like the way he trains. I'd like to learn how he's selling thousands of copies. You're going to want more information. That's just the way it works. That's great. You get to know Dean for eight bucks. Cheaper than taking him on a date. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I like to uh, call a, a, a book a $15 mentor, right? It's like all the smartest, most successful people on the planet have written, have taken everything that they learned for decades and put it into a book. And people are always asking, how do I find a mentor? Well, you can for 15 bucks. Oh, dude, I'm so glad. Bucks in a few said, hours. I like, you ever listen to Jim Rohn? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Don't you love his cadence? Just the way he talks with that. Like, I won't try to <laughs> screw it up. But Matt is just so awesome and simple. And like, he just cuts through like all the guitar. And he's like, man, when it comes to books, how many, and he's holding up a big stack of books. You know what I mean? Treasures are in the books. And he goes, all you got to do is read it and unlock them. Stop complaining and say you can't afford a mentor. You can't afford a trainer. The, the most successful people in the world spill their guts and fill it with treasures. Go get a yeah. book. Like, I love it. He yeah. goes on this rant. He's like, go get a book, you know? It's <laughs> so cool. Oh, man, that's amazing. Well, hey, we're, we're pretty much to the end of our time. Last couple of questions. Um, what would be your parting piece of advice uh, for someone who's, think about the dean from pre-first book, like a long time ago, and maybe all the other deans that are out there listening to this, thinking about uh, writing and publishing their first book, like knowing what you know now, what would be your advice for them? Don't overcomplicate the writing. Now you gotta, listen, the marketing side, you gotta, you gotta figure out the marketing at the same time. And again, there's a lot of great examples out there. Model my funnel, Russell Brunson's funnel, Brendan Bouchard's funnel. Like model a funnel, meaning just a client flow on how to sell it. Like these guys have obsessed. I've obsessed. I've, I've, I got a hundred variations to find that funnel that works the way it does, right? So you're only seeing the winner. But if you take away the marketing on the, on the writing it, I, I overcomplicated the first, my first couple books. I thought I had to figure it all out and write every chapter and do it in a flow and sit and be like a writer. And it's not the way I do it now. Just think about the message you want to deliver to the world. And then what I do is I figure out what are the riffs that I love to talk about under that message, right? Mm. So when I, was, when I was writing The Underdog Advantage, I knew I wanted to call it The Underdog Advantage. And then I'll tell you what things I love to talk about. I love to talk about underdogs have nothing to lose. And underdogs love the power of you can't. Underdogs act fast and improve quickly. Underdogs are relentlessly resourceful. That's just some of the, the chapters. But they were things I love to talk about. And what I did, Chandler, is just every time I'd feel it for one of those chapters, I'd record for 45 or 50 minutes on my phone. And then I'd send it to rev.com and I'd get it transcribed. Mm -hmm. Then I'd send it to my nephew to clean up the grammar. Then I'd read it and I'd pretty much be done with that chapter. And then I would leave it there. And I don't know what piece of the puzzle that is yet, but it's done. And then when I recorded all those chapters, then I pieced them together like a puzzle. I rewrote them and that took me, you know, less than a month. I got a writer to help me clean it up. And it was just like, if this was the most seamless way, but it took me six books to not beat myself up. Mm. For me, I love talking my message. So why not record it? You come out of the shower feeling it about a chapter you want to do, record the whole thing. Get it transcribed for 12 bucks, clean it up. You got a chapter done. Yeah, that's awesome. Dean, this has been great. Uh, where can people go uh, to find out more about you, to get your books, all that yeah, good stuff? I appreciate, it, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate all you're doing for the world, man. This is 
the world needs as much self-education as you can possibly get. So I appreciate all you're doing. Um, two things. You, if you want to check out the book, it's at deansbook.com. Again, it's the, or you can go to Amazon and grab it, uh, deansbook.com. And then, you know, I try to go on, I'm on Instagram every single day doing a message. My Instagram account has blown up over the last couple of years because I think I've, uh, I'm trying to put the time and effort and energy to make up for lost time. We just passed a million dollars. <laughs> Uh, that, that, oh, wow, I really that's amazing. Instagram. Yeah. And then, um, my podcast, we, we got a podcast that's growing like crazy. I think it's in the top hundred business podcasts. It's called the Dean Graziosi show. Awesome. Well, Dane, thanks again. You got it, man. Take care. Thank you so much for watching or listening to this episode of the Self-Publishing School Podcast. I know there's so many places that you can be spending your time. There's other podcasts that you could be listening to, YouTube channels that you could be watching. Uh, so thank you so much. It means the world. Now, I want you to do three things right now if you found this episode. All right, number one, I don't know if you know this, but we've got a YouTube channel. It's a companion channel to this podcast. All the video versions of the episode are on the YouTube channel. So number one, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Number two, if you're listening to this podcast wherever, whether this is Spotify, Apple Podcasts, number two, I want you to subscribe to this podcast right now so you don't miss a future episode. Uh, and then number three, this is probably the most important, uh, leave a review on the podcast. All right, reviews are super important and help this podcast get discovered by other people. Uh, so number three, leave a review on the podcast. Thank you so much. I'll see you in the next episode. If you're on the fence about scheduling a publishing consultation call with my team, maybe you're not quite ready uh, for that, I've got some free training that I think will be really helpful for you. All right, all you have to do is go to register to sign up. Go to selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. When you do, you're also going to get a free digital copy of my new book, Published. And on that training, you're going to learn the next step, so how to implement with your book. So how to write, how to publish, how to launch successfully. So go to register right now at selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. I'll see you there.